This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Today's show is sponsored by Tracker. Make losing things a thing of the past. Go to thetracker.com slash badchristian to receive 20% off any purchase. Today's show is also sponsored by Beachbody On Demand. Get access to world-class fitness programs like P90X, Insanity, Payo, and many more. Just text the word Bad Christian, all one word, to 303030 for free access to these great workouts. You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. Toby? Three, two, one. Joey ain't here. So, son, to be a Christian. Be a Christian. Be a Christian. Oh, my gosh. We don't need a pastor on this podcast. No. We don't need him. Not necessary whatsoever. He's not as good at beatboxing as me. I'm better at beatboxing than Joey. Well, y'all are both really good at it. I mean, I don't... I mean... Please tell me you're being serious I'm with that compliment. I'm dead serious. I mean, that is the most, that's like the white guy thing, most white guy thing you've ever said in your life. You're both Joey really and I are good, good at, at it. Beat- <laughs> I'm not speaking from some, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a musician, an arranger, and a producer. I've so, I've sold and worked on records that in total have sold millions of copies around the world. I know music, music composition, arrangement, drum sequencing. I am, I'm very oh, good man. at those things. And what you're doing with your mouth is this very cool, intuitive thing. So you've got the, the bass line, you've got the timing, the rhythm in itself just to perform. The drum sounds have been selected. Your, your brain is doing that thing in real time, and you're creating new notes, combinations, pitches, and Joey does it like this. Every time, it's always different. He doesn't fall into ruts he has a bank of sounds he's sequencing the drum writing a bass line and performing it in real time with zero forethought and you and him are able to do that and it's i always find it compelling so you're very good at it i just like i mean that makes me think of you getting home after doing the podcast and bridget's there and you babe I'm telling you, today, <laughs> Joey did that thing with his mouth, and then and Toby rapped, and he is good. Yeah, right? He is good. I mean, he Joey does this rap. thing where he makes a low bass sound, but then also puts in the little duck quack, and the, like a record scratch is unbelievable. I appreciate it, man. I don't think we're that good. I was kind of joking. Uh, but I mean, yeah. Well, I really no, appreciate that. Really, I mean, you I are mean, a music producer, so well, I'm a, just saying a world-renowned a, music producer said that we're good at beatboxing. Well, just think about it. Like if I told you go. To a Pro Tools computer, computer Logic Pro, sequence a beat. It has to have hi hat, snare drum, kick drum pattern. Has to have a and it has to have a bass line. Go do that. Yeah. How long would it take you? And you know it wouldn't contain. Even if you did go do that, it wouldn't contain as much energy and vibe and reality and originality as the beatbox you can do right now. And I'll prove it. Make an original beatbox. Go, do it. Bass lines. There you go. That's completely original, composed piece of music that's never existed before right now. It has a bass line. It could be transcribed. It could be sequenced. It could be its intellectual property, for that matter. Well, I appreciate it, man. That, that does mean a lot. You know what? That did give me another idea. Here's another idea that I'm never going to do anything with. There has to be some kind of software where you just do a beatbox and it turns it into drum sounds, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, that, that's not that, hard. 
I mean, does that is that already exist? It would like, be good you capture like, for you. Um, yeah, it kind of does. I mean, not directly. Like somebody could write a good program like that that would be very useful, yeah. but it could be done through a use of of some audio tools. Like or, if you just did a little bit different yeah. pitches, it would know that you're doing trying to do hi hat. It could, or, it can. you know, snare so, or whatever. That'd definitely be, that'd possible. Be actually, it, it's not really that different idea. than than uh, voice to text on your iPhone. Like it learns the sounds right. and what they mean, attaches meaning with a program and whatever. So it. You know, you could train it to understand your voice and then interpret what you're doing into a computer, and it could be. I wish I was smart and could do like coding and make creating stuff and doing all this. I mean, I just it's insane. But also, we didn't even say Joey's not here. He is dealing with some stuff like Like from the the, the, like the hurricane. (laughs) So uh, we wanted to go ahead and let him run and figure out what's going on. Uh, We're as we're recording this, Irma has not come through America yet, but um, it's supposedly I don't know when this comes out. It might have already hit. Yeah, Florida we're not even sure when to do it, but we thought South this Carolina would be, yeah, or? so we don't know the status of Irma at this time. We yeah. may air this in, in weeks from now, or it's, this could be right. airing like literally as soon as we get done yeah. recording the episode. This is just a day that we normally record and Joey's in some weird evacuation or pseudo evacuation. So we're just not sure. Yeah. So we thought it would be a good opportunity to play an interview that Toby did um, with Ryan Rado. So yeah. I don't know if people know who Ryan Rado is exactly. I know some people do. But let's talk about this interview, Toby, how it came up and what's going on with it. Yeah, Tell me so, about it. So here, here's what's cool about Ryan Rado. He's worked with a ton of bands. He was there when Ass City's Burn got signed. He knew Chad. He's kind of he, – he wasn't necessarily the manager, but kind of the manager. He of, brokered of a ton bands. of deals knew, with bands to tooth yes, and nail. Right. Joan Zetta. Yeah. Uh, he, he lists a bunch of bands in the interview. But um, he had listened – so our paths have crossed a few times, and you'll hear me talk about the first time I met him – The so the thing that stands out immediately about Ryan is he has Tourette syndrome. And so it was just, it's so interesting to me how his mind, his body works. Like he, he was even talking about like Tourette's is actually considered a body mm-hmm. thing, not a, not a mental uh, condition, I guess. But uh, it's just, he is super thoughtful. It's so interesting to hear him talk and explain about Tourette's and his life. And he's also a phenomenal painter. Now he kind of stumbled into uh, just painting like didn't had never really thought about it maybe drawn a little bit but now it's just a phenomenal painter and so i did this interview and i was expecting you know uh we kind of met back up because i haven't talked to him like i said my my paths have crossed just a couple of times yeah let me me explain though too that he's kind of a legend for having tourette's and being in the music scene like if everybody i've ever met if his name comes up they have a crazy story like it's just there's endless stories about when he's done this or that and i suppose you'll get to them all in the interview but i just want people to know he's like a legend of folklore from cornerstone and tooth and nail records and you know in the industry and this guy with Tourette's and he's all on top of that he's charming and fun and funny well that's one of the things we talk about too which is so interesting like the idea too is like his identity is wrapped up in that it Mm -hmm. it can't just be Ryan he oh that's the guy with Tourette's yeah you know what I mean like like that's always with him and so it's just really interesting hearing him talk about that and just I mean he's just super funny I mean you'll hear us talk about it but I mean some of his tics he's doing all throughout the podcast and so I just have to start we just start talking about it because y'all are in the audio, room together yes we're sitting in the room yeah. together and he's just doing you know he shoots me birds unbelievable <laughs> he's doing, and it's just so it's so neat because it it almost to me is somebody like my brain and the way i feel crazy and i have crazy thoughts and all that stuff it is so relaxing being around him because none of it is offensive at all it almost makes me feel more relaxed like somebody that would shoot you a bird seven times in a row and you can just keep right on talking 
golly, I feel relaxed way more than, oh, uh, I don't know, know what this person's thinking or whatever. Like, that's what's so crazy about it. He even goes on to talk about it, how Tourette's now, he used to think of it as a, a bad thing, and now he almost thinks of it as a superpower. So this is just a great interview. This guy is just so awesome, so honest. I mean, it's, it gets so honest that even at the end, we're talking about painting and stuff, and he just opens up about a serious like pretty serious fight that him and his wife had and and it's just and i mean yeah you gotta love it, this like guy that. really he he tells you everything he can't he almost just can't help it the same mm-hmm. way you know he can't help but tell you the truth and be who he is so this is just a great it really will make you laugh it, it really will endear ryan to you guys and i highly recommend checking out his painting and artwork paintings and artwork too because it's pretty amazing so check it out let this me a uh really ask you a interview. philosophical question before we go into it and I want okay. you people to keep this in their mind or just toy with, with it. Don't immediately reject it. But given Tourette's syndrome and then the fact that you just said that it's a physical thing, I, I suppose you mean physical, neurological, you know, yes, brain hemisphere right, right, right. or something or another. Um, does the and it actually seems to, in your obvious view, control his actions somewhat involuntarily at least physically does that shed any light onto uh, you know just the notion of free will like there's some physiology that causes obviously what would only be attributed as volitional action to shoot somebody a bird and it is beyond his control so if that's a malfunction of of physiology or the brain does it not still point very strongly to the point that based on even correct physiology is still kind of can be determined by who you are and what you are in your circumstances. You know, his actions are kind of determined in that regard, right? Well, I don't Does it make I mean, free will a little less clear? Like, did he, you know? Free will well, is I would so, say, of course, shooting somebody a bird, that's a choice and it's a bad choice, unless you have Tourette's or maybe just that's the way it is. Well, no, but here's the thing he would say shooting a bird is, is his thought process is like, I mean, get the fuck out of here. You know, dude, let me tell you this. You know, like, that's what okay. he would say. But he couldn't and, control and, it. And in spite of the, the Tourette's, he is actually trying to do the opposite. So that is just who he is. Mm-hmm. And he is, he'll talk right. about that too. Like, he, he thought for a time maybe he could stop it through, like, diet and health and supplements and all this stuff. So right. he is trying to do something. Right. This is his lot in life, and he was trying to change it, though. So yeah. that would lend itself to free will almost. Except for he wasn't to able to change it. So the, I think a lot of time, and I bet he's experienced Nobody was this. able to change his mind on it, which is just as so, powerful, if not more powerful. Well, so, so think about this way. A lot of people probably take shots at, oh, how about this, an undiagnosed Tourette's case. Surely people are saying, you're just doing that. And then a lot of people that either have or claim to have Tourette's probably still get detractors going, you could control that if you really wanted to. Because why, do, why right. would you jump off a cliff but from a, a Tourette's or something, you know? Like, yeah. they don't, they don't, there's, I don't, I'm not aware of that. There's a lot of suicides because of Tourette's compulsion. But for instance, a lot of people would try to detract from that. But I would almost say it's worth considering the other view. No, he can't help it. Okay. Which I accept. I would maybe go farther and say, are you sure you can help what you do? Uh, do you know what I mean? I'm not so sure you right. can. Like, I know what you, a, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not so sure you can help what you do either is, is the flip side of the coin of maybe saying, I don't know, he could control that. I would say, no, he can't. Also, I don't know if you can either. Neither anybody else. Right. That's a, that's yeah. a, okay, we'll it's just a, leave it's just it something there. to think about. Not, I don't have yeah, a strong claim on that, but that is, it's more yeah. ambiguous than you think. No matter right. what, you guys are going to love Ryan. So, uh, yeah, let's get to the interview. All right, we're going to take a break here. I'm going to d- do one ad spot. I don't know what it is yet. And then we'll probably have to take a break in the middle of the interview, get the ad in. But hope you enjoyed the episode today, and uh, we'll talk to you all soon. All right, everybody, I told you I wanted to give you updates on how I'm getting into shape. And I just want to say, 
it is going really well. One of the reasons why is Beachbody On Demand. Um, and let me tell you about Beachbody On Demand. It's an online fitness streaming service that gives you unlimited access to a wide super wide variety of highly effective world-class workouts personalized to meet your needs plus extensive nutritional content all proven to help people achieve their health and fitness goals with step-by-step program guides workout calendars comprehensive nutrition plans an innovative portion control focus cooking show which is pretty cool fixate and the motivation and support of of a growing community Beachbody On Demand is the total package. I'm here to tell you it's true. Um, I have been really trying to focus. Now, here's what's cool about Beachbody On Demand, too. They're not going to even come close to saying, if you just do this app, you get into shape. No, they're all about determination, dedication, and discipline, and having fun while you get to do all that. That's why I think Beachbody is so cool. Beachbody On Demand is on my phone. So wherever I'm traveling in the world, I'm going to do True Man events this weekend. Uh, you know, I'm going to be on the road with Emery. Beachbody On Demand is right there with me and it makes it so user-friendly that you can do workouts wherever you are however you are whatever you have in the room with you if you're standing outside wherever you are Beachbody On Demand is there with you and it's working I am down to 208 pounds from 230 pounds and I'm feeling good and what's really cool is I'm not even really focusing on the scale this is the first time in my life where I've realized wait a minute like like using Beachbody On Demand I am getting healthy and not focusing on totally just my weight because I want to get strength. I, I want to gain strength. I want to build muscle. I want to lose fat. And the scale doesn't tell you anything, really. But I'm telling you, this Beachbody On Demand thing helps you and tells you a lot. So what are you? what's your current fitness goals? Do you need to lose weight? Uh, are you wanting to go to a specific event? Beachbody On Demand can totally do that. And it also allows flexibility to design your workout schedule from over 600 different workouts. And like I said, they have the TV show... Fixate, it's awesome. Over 100 recipes where you will learn to prep your meals, cool, uh, cook kid or vegan-friendly meals, and even practice your bartending skills with healthy yet delightful cocktails. Now, here's what else I want to tell you. Our listeners can claim a free trial membership right now. Just text Bad Christian, all one word, to 303030 and Get full access to the entire platform for free. This is a brand new service, but already over 1 million members have signed up. Remember, text Bad Christian, all one word, no spaces, to 303030 and get full access to this entire platform for free. That's the first one I've ever made it through with him, dude. It blew my mind. You, you know what's funny is mm. uh, when we were talking, like uh, one of my other friends, I don't know if you ever, did you ever meet Nate? From Sherwood, I don't know if you know. Oh him. yeah, yeah of you know course. Nate, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. He, he oh lives yeah. Up in Seattle. He was yeah. on our last episode. Yeah, and he was talking about conspiracy theories and like right. he even believes in Bigfoot and stuff like. But you kind of you kind of lean that way too, don't you? Like, are you? Uh, Man, I used to. I you know I. Uh, well, you go from one ideology to the next, you know. Yeah. And you go from trying to figure out who you are in a religious sense, maybe to fuck that. Now we're into something else as far as like. Uh, uh, the hat that I want to wear. So for yeah. a while, I was very bent on that. On, yeah. on on, but not all of it, man. I'm not a flat Earth dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I think that's intolerable. Like to to right to really actually consider that. And yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting what people believe. See, know? I think I think I fall in the line mm-hmm. of. I'm. I don't know if I'm in the middle. I do believe that's cool. It's a great spot to be. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I think maybe that's close to our yeah. line. Where I think there are things that are going on. I wonder though, like mm. like 
with Nate even, and mm-hmm. I, I've been watching this show called Mr. Robot. Have you ever heard of that no, show? No, 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 it, no, it's, no, no. It's really neat. I, I'm kind of blown away by it. Like, people suggested it. I love the show. No character safe. It's really cool. Uh, oh, okay. Highly recommend it. But uh, it, it kind of talks huh. a little bit about conspiracy through corporations. And stuff oh, yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I do yeah, think I believe yeah. that stuff. I do yeah. think that there are people yeah. manipulating, oh, yeah. you know, the, the one percenters. Yep. I do think there is, hey, we at least, at the very least, we're going to keep our wealth. Right. And against the other people. The so G20 Summit, man. I mean, if you really think about Donald Trump, that man plays a great role. Yeah. He play, he is a player in the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at any moment, the people that put him there, he'll be gone. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, is that a threat? No, that's not a threat. That's just not just an observation, America. <laughs> you're, you're, you know? not, you're not going after Trump. God dang, you know, no, I don't even care about Trump. I mean, right. he, I, I would right. agree that he is a, I would say that he is a psychopath. And if yeah. you are in that position, you have psychopathic tendencies. Yeah. And so, but so do I, you know right. what I'm saying? So it's, I it's interesting that, that people probably in charge would think that uh, Trump is so awesome as at least a, even a distraction because he's oh, tweeting, yes. he's doing all this stuff. They so can do whatever they want. Right. So everybody's yeah. focused yeah. on what did he say about Charlottesville yeah. or not, yeah. as opposed to what the hell's really going yeah. on. You and know let's what I mean? pass some bills while everybody's <laughs> flooded with this other bullshit over here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it does, yeah. it is enticing yeah. to me. I like, yep. I do like the idea, or not that I like it. I do believe that obviously there's mm-hmm. evil in the world. Oh, I think yeah. that people want power. That's yep. one of the you know biggest corruptors in the world. But it is, mm. it, I, do you ever think like uh do you, do you ever fall into that like Nate was talking about like a little bit of the there is a they like who is the they that's the yeah, thing that always I, throws know, me off It is interesting it's I guess it's unfortunately you get kind of postmodern about it you create who they is or who they are excuse me that's you know a great like point. but the whole they thing is is it seems that, that is born out of a victim mentality a little bit like mm. cuz you're you anytime I'm angry or frustrated about something like when I'm painting, like I'll curse everyone I know while I'm painting, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm making this, what I consider a beautiful piece of art and I'm sitting there or dancing around and you know, like uh, whatever I'm doing in there. And and I'm like, Oh, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. No, he's cool. He's cool. No, no, man. My mom, man, I'm pissed. No, mom, I love you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm examining all of the ways in which I am a piece of crap and awesome at the same time, yeah. you know? So it's like, but it's almost like I have to uh, project m- my insufficient perception of myself and how I act in the world onto other people before I can come to a place of more th- critical thinking. So what I'm saying is, when you, the they, it's like, it's a defense. It's, it feels like a defense and the whole punk rock mentality is they, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. Because they're, if you're a punk rocker, you're automatically virtuous because yeah. you've <laughs> given all your shit away or you don't have anything, but, it, it, or if you're like a, like a, 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 a Christian that is, uh, you know, having less and I, right. dude, I voluntarily, well, partly chose to have less. I live in the middle of nowhere and honestly, I don't make enough money to live in Nashville. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. but I went out there, had to throw all my shit away, but does, 
But does that make someone virtuous because they just because they choose to have less? Does that make them a good person? Hell no, man. Because a I'm out there. I know what I'm capable of. And I see other people out there that have way less than I do that are pieces of shit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, I'm not kidding. So it's like, right. So saying they, you're automatically, uh, you're automatically forming the presupposition, Jordan Peterson, I'll rip him off that you are better than them because they have something that you may not have or a power or control. Right. It's, it's insane. And it's, you're, and yeah. also I think you're, mm-hmm. I think you're nailing that on the head. It's also, when you say they, it gives you purpose. It gives yeah. you an enemy. Yes. It gives you something to war against so yep. that your life feels more fulfilled too. Yeah. And you, you're not accepting responsibility for your own bullshit. Right. God, man, right. <laughs> I get so frustrated with myself because of that, you know, yeah. in, in examining the darker parts of your psyche and personality and, 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 and knowing what you are capable of, yeah. even if you're a Christian, you say you're a Christian, man, right. like you are capable of m- the worst. Right. And if you don't think that you're that, that that's pathological and that you're, you're, you're creating your own value system and that's impossible to live in a, in a greater value system. 100%. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. You really hit a good point. It makes me that, that thought that I have of ownership of your own actions. A lot of times makes me feel so old these days. Oh, you know what I yeah. mean? It makes yeah. me feel like I'm yeah. against the millennials. I'm against all this. I'm not, yeah. but it feels that way sometimes. I am. Like, no, I'm kidding. I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, I could, I can be sometimes. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think all millennials are bad or even millennials. Nah. Every, I feel like every generation before said something worse about the new generation. Are you at your ex, right? Generation X. Yep. I'm we sure. did all right, man. Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> give me a handshake. You know what I mean? We're doing what we can out here. Mom, dad, grandpa. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> well, uh, well, it's, okay, well, I'm sorry. We kind of got off a tangent. It is funny that I was listening to that Jordan Peterson and mm-hmm. Brett uh, Weinstein yeah, was on awesome. Joe Rogan. It was so Great. good. It's really interesting Very now, cool. too, just that we were talking about this, but uh, how people even on the left and real pe- people just trying to think things mm-hmm. clearly, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Like You are being attacked, honestly, almost seems like from an emotional, outrageous yeah. standpoint. Yeah, totally. So even if you say something clearly, you can mm-hmm. be labeled a racist. You can be labeled oh, a, a Nazi. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. If mm-hmm. you're just saying, I'm thinking this through. like, mm-hmm. the, And those, there are two prime examples right, right there where those guys were not against people. They just said, no. this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm believing. And now they're considered, uh, like even Jordan Peterson's considered mm-hmm. like a Nazi, a part of the uh, <laughs> nationalist. All, <laughs> all my mind. Stuff. And I feel like it, it blows could, my could be mind. farther from the truth. Nah, I, I, I agree with that, dude. Like <clears throat> they were in there insulting each other almost, but it was so, uh, the emotion was compl- was taken out of it. Right. And I think they were able to look at it. Uh, I don't want to use the word objectively, but... Um, they were able to look at it without that filter, you right. know, and, and I think, I think nowadays everything is built on emotion and, yeah. and how you feel and, and maybe you can agree with this or maybe not, but when I am feeling hyper emotional or I polarize myself in any way, I am not thinking critically. 100%. I totally agree with that. Right. You're right. You know, You're so right. it's like whether I have this caffeine or whether I'm, uh, like I said, working, and that's an interesting, 
you know, art, when you're making art, it's, you know, it's different, it's a different yeah, situation. So, sure. but when you're out in the world <clears throat> and you're feeling all these emotions, you know, like, and they're, they're rocking you left and for, uh, right and left back and forth. It, all, but all you want is some stable ground to walk on, but it's, it, it's almost like you want to, uh, people want to have these emotions and feel these emotions because it, because it, it, and I can attest to this because it gives me something to start from. Yeah. And then we form a, they right. out of that polarized emotional state. So then, so then what do we do when we form the, they it's like, we go into a, a pathological lifestyle of how can I fight something just to fight it? Yeah. I feel too much. I wish I didn't feel too much bullshit. That's all you're wanting because it's all, you know, right? You're not, it, 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 it it's interesting to be able to remove yourself and hold two. I got a lot of shit to say. Toby. <laughs> <laughs> I got well, a lot well, of shit to say. Even, and the people listening yeah. just, that don't know, yeah. like Brett Weinstein was at, yeah. Weinstein was at uh, Evergreen State. We did an episode yeah. about it where that he was, was yeah, I mean, where they were, they were basically saying white people aren't allowed on campus today. And he was like, wait a minute, that seems racist. And then Jordan Peterson's in Canada and yeah. he was a professor too, right? Yeah, and he, he still he is. Got, yeah. And he got shut good. down talking about, uh, was mm-hmm. it transgender stuff? Yeah, that's the hot, they're trying to that write the, the, the yeah. pronouns into law up yeah, there. Like you, yeah. you can't disagree or say anything, uh, outside of that, which is, yeah. uh, and it, it really is there. You're right about feelings, mm-hmm. emotion. We're, and even people will say, well, you, sometimes you have to think about, feelings. we're not saying that feelings and emotion are negative. You're oh, right. you have that, to. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. heart. That's yeah. the big, one of the biggest parts of creativity or right. all, of course, emotions and feelings are used, but you're right. You can't think completely critically when you're just based on emotion. And a lot of times mm-hmm. emotion can win out over critical thinking oh, and easily, you end up in yeah. a crazy place like yeah. Evergreen State where people are walking around with baseball <laughs> bats and the students take over and <laughs> the political correctness police are just like taking where there is no logic. No room to move. Right. And that is radical left. Yeah, which which is unbelievable suppression. Yes. It yes. ends free speech. Right. It takes away rights, it all does. that stuff, which but it's is very, what they're saying they're yeah. against. It's, it's very in the corners you don't see it you know what i'm saying right it's like it's like well compassion is a big thing yes empathy is a big thing so where what do you do with those two things yeah but also what is huge is logic and self-analysis you know yeah. what i'm saying so when you're caught in compassion and empathy all the time no one can move because they will hurt someone else yeah I have learned the most in my life out of working through being hurt and working through feeling injustice uh, toward me, even based on Tourette syndrome. Okay. So it's, here we go. So it's like, it's like, and I, you know, I was driving here and I was like, man, people, people are interested in, in, in my life with Tourette's and, and, and how, that has all played out and I'm like, damn it, man, I don't want to talk about that, but I have to resign to the fact that that is a point of interest. You know what I'm saying? So, all right. So everybody's looking for something. A lot of people looking for love. Some people look for purpose or unforgettable experiences. You know what I'm talking about? But for me, let me tell you what I'm always looking for. And that's my keys. 
I can't find my car keys, or at least I could never find them until I got Tracker. So let me tell you about it. Eight years ago, Tracker changed everything when they released their first tracking device. And now they've done it again with the release of the all-new Tracker Pixel. I also have one of these in my computer bag. I carry my bag everywhere I go. It's got my computer in it, uh, a camera, some microphones, uh, my recording device that I carry around. And I'm always paranoid that I'm going to lose it. Sometimes I leave it in my car. Sometimes I leave it at the office. And I can use Tracker immediately to make sure I have it or find it if I've left it somewhere. And it, it, it really is terrific. I, I'd highly recommend the Tracker Pixel. It's the lightest Bluetooth tracking device on the market. You can place Tracker tracker pixel on whatever you tend to lose it could be keys wallet you can even put on your cat i mean it's small enough to fit anywhere so um the thing that's great about this is you can use your smartphone to send a 90 decibel alert to wherever you put the tracker in seconds has a powerful led so you can find it on anything even in the dark and if you lose your phone you just push a button on the tracker that you can keep on your key ring and then it'll make your phone ring even if your phone's turned on silent so it really is a good thing to have if you spend any time looking for stuff or if you're forgetful at all. Um, you can even locate your item if it's miles away because every tracker user is part of the world's largest crowd locate network in the world. So it's totally good. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to thetracker.com slash badchristian and enter the promo code badchristian to get 20% off any order at all. That's thetracker.com slash badchristian for 20% off. Thetracker.com slash Bad Christian and enter the promo code Bad Christian for twenty percent off. That was it's, it's funny you, know. you brought that up. That's mm-hmm. one of my questions I was going to ask cool. you. What is it? It has <laughs> to be so frustrating to be like you're you're Ryan Rado, cool, smart, Work. funny, insightful, and I bet so many times you get oh that's the guy with Tourette, <laughs> right? Fuck yeah! I mean that's like yeah. It, it, yeah. like I have friends yeah. who's uh, yeah. a friend uh, we had him on the podcast mm-hmm. who. Uh, 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 Luke Rogers, his brother's Aaron Rogers, and I, and we asked him the question. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. so much of his life now is, oh, you're Aaron Rogers' brother, and mm-hmm. I was thinking it must be the same oh, thing yeah. for you. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh man, tell me about Tourette's, yeah. and, right. and we are going to talk about him for. And I'm, I'm cool. With it. No, it's great. <laughs> this, it's great. It is yeah. so interesting, yeah. but I'm sure. Yeah. Like, does that does that bum you out? Do you get angry about that? Like, damn it, I'm I'm Ryan. I have a I lot more to. than Tourette's. I used to. You really? Know? You know? And Chad Johnson said something to me years ago, and. Uh, I love Chad a lot, man, and, and uh, I appreciate the rogue nature he has. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, so he said, one time he was praying for me, and and and, and he said, uh, he asked God that I would, uh, that he would give me a new name instead of Rado. And uh, because... And I understood this. I was kind of frustrated at the time because I knew it, there was truth in it. So right, he was they at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, was yeah, God. Yeah. God, you're they. Right. Well, there's, that's a whole nother tangent. So like, I is I, I assume the identity is Rado, as uh, and and those are the darker, uh, possibly unhelpful, self fulfilling prophecies that I've learned, you know, yeah. and 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 then manifested. So. The chunky guy that he used to be with Tourette's, he'll grab your wiener. He'll grab your girl's boof, boob. You know, your, your, uh, let me get that clear. Let me say that again. He'll grab your wiener. He will grab your girl's boob. He will hit himself in the balls. He will put a knife anywhere. And if you're driving with him, you better fucking hold on. 
because he's going to turn the wheel, jerk the car around, probably tapping in the balls uh, and wiener. And if you're a female, probably get an elbow at that point to the titty. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm being serious. I mean, this is right. the way it goes. You know, and my wife, who Christina, I have done a lot of stupid shit and you are still there. And I continue to do a lot of stupid shit and you're still there. Is that outside of doing the best Tourette's? I can? <laughs> God, no, is, that's, is that Tourette's and no, other that's, stuff? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I am a, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a male, you know, yeah. and I, I, fantasize and obsess about other female images straight yeah. up yeah. and uh me too you know, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not i'm not immune to that at all yeah and it, it, it takes you over sometimes yeah right? so yeah. anyway point it, being it's, yeah. it's funny like I, it's funny mm-hmm. that you said it and use those uh experiences or, or the, the sh- just showing people what you do because i remember the first time i met you <laughs> yeah it's funny too because we our paths yeah. have really only crossed a few times yeah. over the years yeah. like i yeah. i always heard about you're right there's uh-huh. this rado yeah it's almost like a, a legendary <laughs> nice fun guy that you want to meet yeah like, that's that's well, the way it, it's almost thank like you. that like that, what, every single person mm-hmm. that i ever met mm-hmm. was like you got to meet rado gosh he is so fun he's so cool he has Tourette's and that caused <laughs> him to do stuff but but even outside i will say this yeah. most people are like man i love that guy mm-hmm. so it's not oh. just the Tourette's. you know oh, every single person i mean Especially like the guys in uh, like Essie's uh, Burn, mm. uh, Aaron Lunsford. I hate just, them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they, I mean, Lunsford loves you. He just, I mean, I, I told him you were coming on the podcast. We've like, taken it's, gonna be it's so taken a while for us to love each other. Oh, really? Right? It's yeah, taken a while. Aaron, don't he, bullshit yourself. Okay? He, he, well, he's a yeah, he's a he's a tough guy to love. I love Once, it, if you man. can get there, you can. But it's I remember the first time I met you, funny. we were standing in a circle yeah, of guys, yeah. and you probably don't remember this, but uh, mm. I don't even remember. I, th- I want to say, was there a biscuit in the circle? No, I don't think that's so. Cool. That's that's crude. <laughs> yeah, that's rude. go ahead. Yeah, it's fine. We uh, you you walked up and you and you hit me in the penis. You just went boop like that. <laughs> the penis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, huh? I said, oh, okay. So the, it's true, or whatever. It's and then on. uh, the mm. other set, the mm. other story mm. that is just the most amazing mm-hmm. one was it was at Cornerstone, and I cannot remember, but a band asked you to come up and. Uh, I, maybe you remember this. Uh, I don't. But uh, we'll I, I want to. A lot of cannot acid. Remember who it was? No, no acid. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember which band it was, mm-hmm. but it was on. I think it was the main stage of Cornerstone, and they said, mm-hmm. "Hey Ryan, will you come up and announce us? Hey, you know, really? Everybody, get ready for it. Oh, and uh, you walked that. up, and we were standing backstage, mm-hmm. and you said, mm-hmm. uh, "You walked. Who was? I want. It probably wasn't. Were you friends with Project Eighty Six? It wouldn't uh, have been Project Eighty Six. Uh, period. Real heavy band that was on Tooth and Nail. That." Uh, <laughs> Were they main stage, Bob? Yeah. That, Man, you remember when they, every, all the smaller bands moved to main stage a little bit? Like, we started playing main yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They kind of yeah. got That music of, was, getting, po- yeah, it was right. getting popular. Yeah, what was for that sure. band? They're like from Sweden or something. Uh, uh, damn it. Was it uh, Blindside? Maybe it was Blindside. Really? Were you friends with those guys? Nah. Huh, so it must not have been But Blindside. you never know, man. Yeah, it was yeah. novelty. Whoever yeah. it was, it was a band <laughs> was you knew, I think. Okay, they said, hey, okay. come up and just introduce us. And when cool. you went up on stage. Maybe it was Noise Ratchet? Didn't, no, oh, they didn't. They maybe. never played. I don't think they ever played that. I think they it, did. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, whatever band it was. Maybe it was Ask Cindy's Burn. I don't know. Yeah, remember. who knows? But uh, whatever band, you walked up and you were like, all right, guys, are you ready? <laughs> oh, and you God. Said, God damn it. No, dude. Well, Cornerstone, <laughs> you deserve it. You know, we all need to open up a little bit. I, I mean, guess. I thought it was this the greatest oh, thing ever that you said shit. that on at a Christian festival. And you're God mm. damn I was so I oh. mean, I was dying laughing. It was so and, and honestly, uh, that I uh, think that is the thing. Like that yeah. moment, it just mm. endears you to people. I mean, well, you yeah. immediately are yeah. endeared everybody and go, Oh my gosh. <laughs> that dude got up on amazing. the main stage, yeah. Christianity one oh one and said, God damn it. <laughs> because 
He couldn't help it. Quotation marks. Well, maybe right. I, well, could, is that, maybe I well, could that day. I don't know. Fuck, I don't remember. Th- that's what's funny. I, I've wondered that too. Are there times mm-hmm. where you can help it and you can't help it? Like, mm-hmm. is that that's it comes uh, it comes like that? It. Oh, good question. That that's awesome. Okay, nowadays <clears throat> I look at. Okay, I, I've not. I still don't love having Tourette's syndrome because I have to. I have to really fight every day. I have this tick. He's putting his hand in his mouth and, and I gag myself and my leg goes up. So yeah. I've had to do a lot of body work to find out where the hell that nerve trigger is. So it's like when I think about it, it, it So you have to put your finger in your mouth and it makes cer- your right leg yeah, go up yeah. and, and you gag yourself. Yes. And you do that w- once a day? Or? No, dude. There's times when I do it, I'll be uh, I'll be using the nail gun and I'll 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 put the nail gun in my mouth oh my god it's fucking crazy and man you can't stop that. no i mean in those I, moments in those moments right. but i've worked to access the other side of my body and it takes away that tick it's really interesting really? Man. yeah do not fuck with me anyone anyway no i'm <laughs> kidding I've, i got that nail gun damn it shoot myself anyway so i mean i there's days uh where i'll do that uh compulsively just out of nowhere and it also depends on the emotional state that i'm in yeah so when i talk about being so emotional i'm i'm an emotional person man and and it's like and i know when i am headed downhill with my emotions and sometimes they get me sometimes i'm able to pull myself out of there so when your emotions get heavier oh yeah does that affect Tourette's oh yeah way more yeah like if i'm if i'm like even happy, you know, or like, uh, if I'm angry or, or, or if I'm, if I'm feeling that I'm acting in a deceitful way, I'll have certain ticks like that gagging thing. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. need to say the truth. It's fucking crazy, Toby. Like, wow. and it's not bullshit. Like, uh, like right. I, it's okay. Going back. Like I never have loved Tourette syndrome. It's kind of like life of pie. I said it on Ian White's podcast. Like, <clears throat> like I'm, I'm on this boat. I did not read the book. I watched the fucking movie. <laughs> anyway, so I'm on this boat with this tiger, and the tiger can kill me. And there's an infinite amount of uh, other possibilities that could be death around me or whatever. Yeah. So either I choose to train the tiger, work with the tiger, or the tiger eats me, or I just fall into this sea of nothing. Postmodernism. Yeah. Anyway, you know, so... So, all right, I love new music, and so I'm pretty excited to have all of our listeners check out some new music right now from Tooth and Nail Records. Got to be our favorite record label. It is our friend Tyson Matson uh, Bacher, who's been on this podcast before, awesome guy, and Here's a single called Chord Elaine. Said maybe I can deal like a change to grew bigger. It grew bigger. Because lately it's been cold around here. Chord Dream that we were still growing taller And everybody knew That it would only take a little while Brown and green fur cones and leaves You held 
right, so Tyson Matzenbacher, unbelievable songwriter. This track comes from his new EP called Almira, which comes out September the 22nd later this month. If you haven't checked out his music, you really are missing out. I mean, it's, it's just deeply felt uh, really creative. He's going to be on tour across the whole nation with Judah and the Lion throughout September and October, so go over and check out if they'll be coming through your town, because that would be a cool thing to do one night. The new EPL Almira comes out September the 22nd on Tooth & Nail Records, and you can pre-order it now at toothandnailrecords.merchnow.com. I've realized that Tourette syndrome and OCD are a superpower that the father has given me to either destroy myself and people or have some sort of way of expressing the truth. Uh, and, uh, it's interesting when someone says, I'm going to tell the truth. Yeah. Oh, really? Right. Tell the fucking truth, bro. You know, and then my, you know, but right. what I'm saying is, I've never been one to hide one thinking because I'm up on the Christian stage saying, God damn, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. So why hide the other parts of me? You know? So, so the more that I hide what I think or what I feel, uh, but I have to be, I'm, I'm responsible for what I say regardless. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like the more that I look at Tourette syndrome as a curse, the more that it is a curse. Yeah, but I don't use it for. I don't want to use the word evil, but I don't use it to get over on people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because that would make me literally sick to my stomach. Anyway, it's funny that you you said, and when you were talking about this too, you said it is real. Like I bet that's one of the toughest things people think. Are you just showing off? Like, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, that, oh, that, yeah. anytime you probably come into new, contact with new people, or since mm-hmm. you know, even your whole life probably has always been something where you were like, mm-hmm. I, I know I'm not. This isn't just a show. I'm not just trying to, yeah. you know, pull one over on you. Mm-hmm. Like th- that happens, right? Because I mean, you're right. Like I mean, you're All on stage, yeah. and you say, "God damn!" And then pe- anybody that doesn't know you goes, "Why did you do that?" And you go, "Well, I can't help it." What do you mean you can't yep. help it? Right? I ha- there is a certain level. Have you do you watch Cat Williams at all? Yes. And he says, "There's a chemical in the weed called fuck it." You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I have to automatically just say, "Well, they're going to think what they think," and yeah. it's taken a long time, and I still deal with that, but. You know, I, 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 I'm a people pleaser, man. So it's like, it's like, um, I really have to disconnect to that part of me and be like, if they want to know, they will come know, or they will ask somebody who knows me and then get the truth. You know, when you were, so when did you Mm -hmm. first notice it? Was it you or your parents? Like, was it, did it manifest itself as like ticks or vocally or what? Um, Verbally? Vocally and movements and stuff. uh, Motor ticks. I had I had five uh, five dads, four stepdads. Oh so, wow! Yeah, yeah. So, so that couldn't have helped. Yeah, yeah right, right, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no shit. So I, it was just anxiety and violence and oh, gosh. You know, manipulation. So, so I mean, what, I was I was six years old. I, I mean, what is the? Is there like a six or seven? Is, is this just a? I mean, how do they diagnose it, or what do they say? Is this like just a mm-hmm. a? Um, uh, they, yeah, the doctors are totally, whoever, yeah, yeah, whoever, yeah. you're right, whoever told you what, what, what is Tourette's? It's just mm-hmm. obsessive compulsive. Is it, is it in that line of? It's comorbid, of, man. It, 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 ADHD. Comorbid means having one or or two uh, different diagnoses in the same. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So Co- comorbid. Comorbid. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 
way to come out of that. Yeah. It's morbid. <laughs> anyway, so Tourette syndrome is a is a um an anxiety disorder, but it's also classified as a physical disorder. So um they say it's not a mental disorder uh, because it manifests physically, I guess. Um chemical imbalance um I think it has to do with with uh, levels of toxicity in your body, whether it's mold, whether it's uh, and then and then exterior coming in like mold, but or 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 if you have some sort of tra- trauma and stress that can unlock uh, defense, yeah, anxieties, you know, and and so you. But mine, it's just like it manifests outwardly as a, as a physical defense, you know. So it's like I I put that middle finger up, yeah, you know, and that's like a that's a defense of like I'm posing an idea. Yeah, but, like you shot you me a bird not, probably like yeah. six or seven <laughs> times while we've been sitting here. Like you, you just shoot a bird, but yeah. that that is what like you said. What? Yeah. Okay. So if I'm posing an idea that someone I may think that someone may think is bullshit, yeah. this middle finger goes up. Oh, and it's awesome. the right side of my body only. Yeah. I I rarely do the left side. So really, it's like, yeah. Uh, the in Chinese medicine they say that the right represents the male and then the left represents the female. So it's interesting that I, the right side of my body goes up and this is speculative, whatever. So, because a lot of times the, the, the male would crash down on me when I was a kid, if I had an opposing idea, you know? So anyway, and I'm left-handed. So I can, yeah. So with all, Mm -hmm. with all those stepdads and stuff too, Mm -hmm. then it probably did, Somewhat, because I mean, I don't know what the, it doesn't sound like they were all the best people. I don't know. Yeah, if they, but yeah. a couple of them. Were I mean, cool. maybe they were. Yeah. But, they, but each, probably, they each had good things about them, yeah. and you know, just and, like and maybe they weren't even yeah. terrible. But just even yeah. the change at a young age, yeah. oh. all throughout, that probably did make Therese become a little bit of a defense mechanism yes, too. Man. Yes, man. And it would just show up, and you could kind of defend yourself that way. And they mm-hmm. couldn't maybe hold it against you because you right. could say, "Hey, this is what I have. This is a yeah. condition I have." And it, was I cognizant of it? No, right. I wasn't. You know, and right. and think of all that change when you're a kid. You know, and you have a very emotionally unstable mother who is trying to figure her shit out and bring men in because she has two children, one with this disability, and. So she wants some stability, but what right. she's bringing in are equally as uh, defective individuals, you yeah. know, um, that I learned a lot from and it helped me, it helps it having all those men in my life helped me read people quickly. So yeah. it's like the bullshit meter is on a, on a thousand some of the times yeah, and, yeah. and I'm wrong. I'm, I'm of course I'm still wrong, but yeah, you're right. Having, having all that commotion and then violence and manipulation, it, it really yeah. brings how, shit out. How did it play out? Mm-hmm. Um, in in the like with teachers and mm-hmm. with educators, obviously you're mm-hmm. intelligent and smart Thanks. and thoughtful Thank and you. insightful and 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 you think outside the box even. Mm-hmm. And so, did that did it hold you back in school or did it affect like your relationship with teachers? Did they give you break? Did you like mm-hmm. were you saying stuff in class and the kids <laughs> laughing and like you got on their side? Like oh, we can get Rado to say this, yeah, or do something and you can get away with it. Did that stuff happen? Yes, it did the people pleaser because kids did not understand. I didn't really have a lot of friends too. Really? You know? So I picked on the ones that I felt were way worse than me. You yeah. Know? Kim dragon, man, I was horrible to her. What? Anyway. So yeah, it, it did, man, because, uh, the teacher, it was new. It was new. Like what the fuck? We've not seen this before. Cause right. you know, so teachers really didn't understand, even though they were briefed and did some research on their own. Uh, when you have a kid making noise, it's very distracting. So, yeah. but they would always always say, if you need a break, go out and take a break. So, like middle school, I was like, "Fuck yeah, break!" You know what I mean? Yeah. I go off and turn right. all the lights off. Found a way to turn lights off with a dime all the way down the hall and walk around the fucking <laughs> school. It was awesome. So, 
So, uh, but I didn't want, I didn't really want a break. I'm like, fuck that. I'm in here. I'm part of this class. If I choose that break, that means I'm going to be breaking all the time. Right. You know, and it's cool at, you know, sixth, sixth grade that I had that, that, uh, epiphany, you know, like from sixth grade, you kind of, you just, and you decided yourself, Hey, I want to be a part of school. I want to, and, and, and I'm extroverted like a mother. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Which is rare. So then you got out, of, got out of high school. And so mm-hmm. it seems like at a certain point you did kind of realize, Hey, this isn't just me and I'm going mm-hmm. to either use it because you are extroverted. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it, it is endearing to a lot of people, but, mm-hmm. uh, so you were able to not just think of it as a disability. When did that ha- Like, was there a time where you were like, it, this is a disability. Uh, I'm hurting from this. Yes. Um, till about 30. Well, always kind of, um, but at 34, Five and a half. Wow. I realized that I really had something special. I moved to Columbia, exited any the society, really, went in the middle of nowhere, no one I knew, and uh, I was on disability benefits, And which is interesting. I'm talking about all this uh, self-responsibility shit. Oh, you're on disability benefits. But that's over now. Anyway, so, so I... Uh, and I didn't work and I was trying to cure Tourette syndrome, which they said you cannot cure it. And that's fine. Um, what you mean for yourself? Yes. Through yes. like what, like you, at 35, you mm-hmm. decide I'm going to try and end it uh, in Tourette. Yeah. Because I did not like myself. I really didn't like myself and I, and I wanted something else to fight. Yeah. But what, what led mm-hmm. to that? What, like what was, what was happening up until that point? Cause it seems right. like it got kind of dark. If you didn't <laughs> like yourself. Did. Hell yeah. Like early thirties, you, yeah. what, what was it well, like? Well, early thirties I was playing, I was trying to play punk rock and this disillusionment that I'm going to build a band from the beginning when I really didn't want to, I just wanted recognition and to play music. So did that worked at whole foods, was on this medicine, was smoking a lot of weed, just, I was really like hypertonic, you know? So, so I met this woman at Whole Foods and she suggested this brain therapy and that her husband was a clinical psychologist who I'm, whom I still see. His name's Dodge Ray. And, uh, so I found a way that I could not work and get paid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which now that I think about it, I had to go through that and, and, and it was helpful, but now I'm, I'm wanting to work and get paid. Yeah. I, I want to work because I, I spent so long just in my own body and head, you know? So anyway, yeah. so I did this brain therapy. It helped and, um, but it wasn't sustaining. We moved to Columbia and I was given the opportunity by God to be at the bottom destitute. And on August 12th, 2012, like at 3 AM in the morning, I was outside rolling around <laughs> half naked in the grass and that, and, 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 and that's when God, revealed his he just put his hand out to me and that was the morning i believed for the first time for real because i was i had nothing i i was it really is if you want to uh gain your life you got to lose it you know yeah and i hope that every person gets that opportunity man and i'm not saying it's perfect but yeah if you go through tough times you become enlightened a little you know it's tough that's interesting and and you do live out. I haven't been there, but you were Summertime. telling me about. Yeah, you're like you live out in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee. Yeah, like the bush. Yeah, like you go down to Columbia and then turn, make a left or right, and keep yeah, going right, for a yeah. while, right? Yeah, like forty more minutes. Yeah. Wow, just out in the country of mm-hmm. Tennessee, and mm-hmm. so you were out there, and and 
you were on disability and you feel like just that loneliness or solitude kind of mm-hmm. got you in a worse spot. Like you were getting it darker did. and darker. And then yep. you think, I mean, like that, that's, that's interesting because I've heard this mm-hmm. a bunch from people. Mm-hmm. Like at the darkest moment, you realize mm-hmm. not self, something else, right? Yeah. And, and that's where yeah. you were. You, you just, I mean, you, you, you do think of it. God himself showed oh, yeah. up oh, to oh, you. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, <clears throat> and I, 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 I can't deny that. Like, um, and whether you want to say that uh, I created that, that's fine because God dwells at the, the at the center point of who I am. Yeah. So do I really create anything? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, um, yeah, and I, he showed me this. I had this vision of this chessboard, and then all these different players were these levels of gods, man. Like you had Brad Pitt, and I don't know why, but he was this level of God. And then Barack Obama was here, and Ryan, you're here. And then he showed me this this the schematic uh, form of what was happening in the world and that it was just futile. Yeah. So do the best with what you have. So, and then my hands went up and I looked at the stars and I was like, shit, that goes forever. And I understand. And I was on, not on medication. I was on medication for 20 years of my life. Yeah. That's key. So, and it went forever and I was like through the earth, it goes forever. And then all of a sudden, well, I, I felt like I was, gravit uh magnetized to the ground on my knees and then my arms went up and <clears throat> and it was beautiful wow. <laughs> it was unbelievably real beautiful yeah, yeah it was beautiful yeah. that is so anyway that's yeah. interesting do you said mm-hmm. so you, you what made you you so you your own medication did that help with Tourette's and then what made you get off of it uh it helped with Tourette's but it also added a stack of side effects um I I I would not be able to understand how to make garage man work while I was on medication or look at a simple plumbing system under a sink and be like, where does that go? Like, I'm not kidding. I was in 97. I saw the matrix when it came out and I was walking out of the theater and I asked my friend, I'm like, Hey, that was cool. What was that about? It was about that <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Straight up, man. Right. So, right. you know, so I get off medication yeah. a year after I'm off medication, I watch a matrix and I'm like, no shit. I was in that shit. You know, it was beautiful, man. It was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, so off medication, like a, a, the world opened up to you? Yeah, it re- like my wow. creativity, I, I really, like, yeah, I feel like I got more creative. Uh, you may think that's bullshit. Do you see what I'm saying? Middle shoot finger. Him, yeah, middle shooting finger. me a bird. It's so no, I don't think it is. Thank you, thank yeah. you. I'm, I'm, Ryan, yeah. you're cool too. So, it's, yeah, so then I started making shit and then like, uh, yeah, so, you know, and then we moved back up to Nashville and, uh, I'd tinker around, tinker around with like photos and shit, man. Cause I was in another world. I was trying, I was doing supplementation, coffee enemas. I'd, I've done probably 400 coffee enemas in my life. No way. Yeah. What does that do to Put you? Put that in that ass. <laughs> <Is this>? Well, <laughs> I mean, it makes you rip ass. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's just to clean you out. It stimulates the uh, liver and gallbladder to well, it, So it's like a antioxidant uh, an, yeah, detox. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah. never even heard of that. Try it. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking great. Kinda, really? Kind of. You know? A coffee enema. Yeah. You really realize how fragile you are. And how, like, when I was on that floor administering a coffee, uh, 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 coffee enema to myself. I started meditating and when you're putting that thing in your ass, man, and you got to friggin' flip the switch and the coffee drains into your butthole and your colon, you're like, you really feel like, yeah, <clears throat> uh, how do I put this? Like you, 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 you understand the depths of your own humanity 
and the possibility and the truth that you are nothing and everything at the same time. From a coffee animal. I'm not kidding. What made you do that? Like, I don't know anything about coffee animals. Yeah, so this yeah, yeah. is really should, interesting. Let's to me. try it together. So, so you, <laughs> you, you read about it or heard about this and it, yeah. it, it, it like, Cleaned your colon, detox thoroughly, yeah. and you've done how many? You think probably I four hundred, easy four hundred. <laughs> yeah, what you know about that? You but, but like you, you uh, then you think it, it? Like I mean, you yeah. would attest that it works I think or it, helps. It you. Does, but I think that was too many. Really? I think it was too much, dude. You know, it was fine. You know, so we should have maybe yeah, three hundred, yeah, yeah. but yeah, not four hundred. Right? Four hundred <laughs> times. Dude. But but this God. when we uh, had dinner the other night, and you were you were talking about that, like you you yeah, you. <laughs> You uh, you were talking about mm-hmm. getting healthy, like you were. The, mm-hmm. I'm I'm the same way. I, mm-hmm. I was the chubby kid. I was a big kid. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my, my defense mechanism was either humor sure. or being faster to cut down somebody before oh, they yeah. cut me down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but you were talking about. Did, so when you were 35, did you try That's to? Cool. Uh, you said you wanted to cure Tourette's. You I did, did that through food and supplementation. Or, yeah, or? yeah, yeah. I thought I could. Um, and whether I could have, sure. But I'm oddly glad that I was not able to succeed in that really? because I, I was able to see that that part of who I am is one of the greatest gifts I've been given. Yeah. I am not kidding, man. Like it fucking sucks, dude, but it's okay because it allows me to connect to people in a really deep, authentic, strange way. Yes. In, in I am not hiding and I am not. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's I like, I'm right. So I'm not going to bullshit you and I'm not going to like, uh, I understand. I deal with some peculiar shit. And if I watch someone else deal with some peculiar shit, I, I, I do my best to understand. And, and, uh, and I hope everyone does that as much as they can, man. And I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, but uh, you know, what's you know. interesting. You bring that up mm-hmm. is, it does feel like so relaxed to be around you because I, most people feel most people think the things that you're saying and doing. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Everybody yeah. has like little things that they want to, do, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, uh, you know, I noticed that I have it. This thing, mm-hmm. it's almost like a tick or Joey yeah, does too. It, I'll, I'll do like that. I'll kind of, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, like I'll take a deep here. breath yeah, or totally. something like that mm-hmm. and get it. And like, I noticed I do that when I'm nervous. I noticed it the other day, uh, we were talking about finances cool. and I was like, Whoa, what is this? But, but some of the things you you're thinking mm-hmm. are sh- like, I love the fact that you can shoot a bird or say something and it doesn't, uh, there's no weight to it really in that moment. Like it's, right, we can right. move on and keep talking right. like yeah. that feels yeah. so refreshing and free. Like you're right. There's, there is, there really, there really is no, uh, to me, it feels mm-hmm. very, that, I think that's one of the reasons why all the band dudes mm-hmm. love, love you. And, and well, you know, there's an all image involved there, you but know, they, everybody yeah. feels re- yeah. relaxed around you yeah. because I mean, it, it, yeah. if Ryan's, doing this and saying crazy stuff and everything's okay, then everything might be okay. Right. Like, uh, like I can my, open up a little bit. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't have to protect yeah. my identity that no, much. Cause no, this guy's no, being no. totally himself yeah. right here Trying. in front of yeah. us. And it's okay. I mean, you can mm-hmm. shoot a bird and we can start talking about the next thing. Yeah. yeah and and yeah, there's no yeah, like, yeah, wait a minute, yeah. we have to address th- th- yeah, that. Yeah. And so that yeah. makes me feel like, oh, a lot of stuff you don't have to address. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff mm-hmm. you can feel a little more free and just be, and it, it, there's mm-hmm. not as much weight. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? What, whatever. I, I do think that's interesting. Oh, real man. real quickly, though, mm-hmm. we didn't get to talk about, how did you get into, were, were you a musician? How'd you get into working with bands? Because you hey, worked hey, with- Hey, 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 I appreciate you saying that stuff. Oh. And, and no problem. I appreciate you going- to the point of where you even talk about a, a anxious reaction that you have, like that is you're telling the truth about that. And like, I think the scriptures say that the truth will set you free. So yeah. 
tell the truth and then you find it, you know, and, right. and it's just a microcosm of, of the, the wonder that you are, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so yeah, anyway, yeah, I, well, I really well, appreciate, I appreciate it. No, I, yeah. I do want you yeah. to know that. Yeah. I just, I mean, I, I love it that how relaxed I can feel. Cool. I, I, you might not, even feel though it. I called you and balls you out after 12 <laughs> oh. years. Jesus. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I like, I love the fact <laughs> that you could call me like Shit. after the, uh, what say was it, it, the, say it. the, yeah, yeah. The, you, you label know, podcast, it, yeah. After yeah, label yeah, podcast, yeah. we we kind of reconnect. <laughs> we reconnected, and <laughs> and I, that's what that's what's funny though. Like that stuff doesn't bother me. I uh, love it when cool. somebody cool. wants to talk and have yeah. emotion. Mm-hmm. And we had a real conversation we about the label about podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. like I love the fact that mm-hmm. you you did listen and were moved by mm-hmm. it. And then you said what you thought. Boom, like like yeah. at no point was I yeah. did I feel like uh I I did not feel like you were uh like. Um, how would I say this? I think some people are reserved and think things about you and never mm-hmm. say them. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. you say things and they're like, even though you mean it and mm-hmm. it's true, it doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, this guy hates me or he's hurting, or he's trying to hurt or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. you're just saying something that you think, mm-hmm. and then we had a, we have conversations about it. And that's what that's why I cool. even said into that what mm-hmm. I just said earlier because it it feels mm-hmm. so relaxing that you will say the truth and. It's okay, and we might agree or disagree totally. or whatever. But Beautiful. at the same time, we can move on and be friends. Like I love that. Yeah. I don't. I don't have to worry about my my interaction with you as being too heavy or like mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Other people, I think, are we spend a lot of time in this life worried about our identity Truly. and what people think about Truly. us. And I, that's why when you say Tourette's, almost like a like a superhero trait. <laughs> I kind of believe that because <laughs> in a way, you God gave cool. you something where you you have to let some mm-hmm. of that go. Mm-hmm. You're forced mm-hmm. to let some of your identity go because. Yeah. Uh, you know there are things about your your personality and your makeup and coming out that, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. why would you waste time yeah. trying to protect stuff uh, when you know it, stuff's going to come out anyway? But anyway, back damn. to what I was going to say. What damn. about uh? Yes. How did how did you get into working? Who did, who all did you work with? Like As Cities Burn, <laughs> <laughs> As Cities Burn. Uh, who well, else? We need to define working well, for well, and well, with. <laughs> well, well, you were uh, you were in the scene. Like scene, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a hype dude, man. Yeah. I. I so I got into it because I wanted to have some recognition and I wanted to have a spot where I could stand in that scene because yeah. I love music, man. Right. And I loved, I, I, I loved going to shows and fucking around and just connecting and judging people yeah. and telling them to fuck off. Oh, I like these guys. Nah, you're a bullshitter. Yeah. You like that anyway. So like, and you are very extroverted, yeah. lo- lo- really enjoy hanging out with people or yeah, it seems like it. I yeah. do, man. Yeah. And yeah, the, not all the time. You're right. <laughs> Seems like, yeah. That's everybody. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So, I uh, I don't know, man. I uh, What are we at time-wise? Uh, I don't know. Let's see here. We're doing good. I'm having fun if you are. Me too. Are, you you got to get out of here anytime nah, soon? Fuck, okay. no. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're, we're rolling. Jay Hall. I'm recording with Jay yeah. Hall. You know him? I don't know if I do. He's a dude in Franklin, um, producer dude. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a... Uh, recording my own record. First time ever, uh, people out there. You got a time when it might come out? No. Really? <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. Maybe, maybe, we can, maybe when it comes out, we can have you back on. Okay, maybe great. show yeah, a song yeah, or something yeah. like Dude, that. That'd be, that'd be very yeah. cool. So, but okay, anyway, yeah, so yeah, you, yeah, back to it. Back yeah, to yeah. It, so to you it. just so you liked bands and but ended yeah, up yeah. just meeting, hanging out. Like, yeah. Did you, didn't yeah. you? But you went on tour and went to shows did, and all yeah. kinds of stuff yeah, with I people, did. right? Yeah, and I, you know, I, I wanted to do something, and and I think. I found that thing of, of blabbering and telling people about bands and be like, yo, this is the shit. And when, you know, the first band I managed, whether you want to call it that is narcissist. Do you remember them? Yeah, I think I do. John Pope and and, and company. And, and I don't know what that, I don't, I thought they were cool. And I had some sort of like 
perceived stature in the scene. So yeah. I don't know what happened there. So anyway, I love John Pope, man. That is a that is an awesome dude. So, um, oh, that's nasty. So, uh, so then it went on and you know got more involved involved in Nashville and worked with some locals and. And then went and saw his cities burn because Russ Hickman told me to go see him. When okay. I saw him at Lipscomb, I was like, ah, this sucks. Yeah. But I was like, that dude, Cody, I was like, he's just flipping his guitar around like Norma Jean. I was like, drummer sucks. He can't, <laughs> you know, just, I was just like, I'm out. I'm, I'm right. not into this. Right. This is put on, you know, but then year, a year went by and then they came back and I saw them at Wendy's on West end. And, and, and I was like, ah, shit. I just bailed and didn't talk to these kids. You know what I'm saying? So Colin came up to me or Aaron or whoever. And was like, Hey man, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, cool. Cool. We have a new press kit. Okay. Let me have it. And then three song demo. And I put the demo in. I'm like, and I'm listening to it and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. It was, I don't want to say it was sloppy, but it was, it was, it was disjointed enough to be like, there is so much heart here. And like, you could, you know, like you could fucking feel it. Right. And then I played it for Christina and Christina is the ultimate sober judge. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you think, woman. So anyway, so she's like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. And I'm like, just listen to it. And then a couple of days later, she's like, this is awesome. Really so good. yeah. So then I hit him up and I was like, hey, let me come on tour with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or something, because I want to get the fuck out. So then we went to Seattle and I called Chad and I was like, hey, come out and see these dudes. And because I knew Chad from back in the day, like everyone. But so he came out and then a day later offered them a deal and wow. it, it, that's kind of how it, and then Jones that happened and, and, um, and then life in your way. And then 12 gauge Valentine. You remember them, yeah. them dudes? <laughs> I was going to say fuckers. Sorry, dudes. That's not what I just, I would refer to myself as a fucker. So it's not a big deal. Go ahead. Well, that's cool. That's good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I was just wondering how you got in with, <laughs> with, with those guys. That was I, the I elaborate did, story. I, and then, uh, obviously you moved on and, and yeah. did it, but I wanted to, before yeah. we, mm-hmm. I wanted to get to as well. So you mm-hmm. live out in the country mm-hmm. and now you have become a really I, when I saw some of your paintings, you mm-hmm. showed me some online. Mm-hmm. It, they're they're fascinating. Like I showed oh, my shoot. wife Jess, Thank and she you. was like, "Whoa, these are." I mean, it like I am so bad at <laughs> art, and I don't. Me too. I, I almost feel like I uh, I'm I'm ignorant <laughs> to even appreciating it. Sure. Like I feel like sure. like we were talking about the painting downstairs. Mm-hmm. We have the print of the uh, Van Starry Van Night, yeah. Starry Night, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. I, you you've seen the mm-hmm. real the real one, and and I was like, oh, man. I, I wish if I saw the real one, what would I think? Like, I, that's the where I'm at. Like, do mm-hmm. I, would I know enough or appreciate enough? Cause I'm mm-hmm. such, I'm so bad at art outside of music. Like sure. anything else, I just, I don't have an eye for it or hands for it or anything. But what, how in the world did you get to that? Cause you had never done art or paintings or anything, right? No, no. Up until no. what, how old? 37. Wow. So never even yeah. did it. Never, never, no, even... not really. No, wow. I, I would sketch my shoes, my Jordans, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, and from what I remember, they're fucking badass. These yeah. Sketches, but I, I was like, ah, fuck that. You yeah. Know? yeah you I probably thought I, I can't be a painter. Yeah. yeah no, like, no, no, nobody no, thinks no, that really. Yeah, like no, who could be a no. painter, but yeah. so what, what led you to, how did you even get to where, Hey, I'm going to paint something. Uh, yeah. So <clears throat> I think it was out of necessity to, to not have to work for someone, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, I've always kind of been that, uh, Ryan, you're always going to work for someone. Okay, cool. That's where that middle finger is coming from. <laughs> anyway. Okay. <laughs> That's what Dodge tells me to do to call these ticks out. Where's the thought? So oh really? Yeah, it's brilliant. Actually, so when you shoot a bird, you, you I say it, and it it, it it's it levels. You wow, know, it's really he's uh, what he says is bullshit too. There's that middle finger. These yeah. are all like n- negative perceptions of myself, and I'm like, I'm getting them out. 
you know it's interesting yeah, yeah. anyway okay <laughs> so anyway it's interesting too though just on a side note so yeah. ryan shot me now 10 15 birds or you're shooting them at uh, whoever yeah, whoever yeah, yeah. we're talking about yeah, right, right but right. it's not a full bird it's not like that like are you like are you fighting bird it? yeah are you yeah, fighting it when you I don't shoot? necessarily mean it right you know? and maybe i should just mean it that's what he said well, to me it's almost <laughs> like you're just like when your friends go ah fuck you yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. you know what i mean yeah, like it's not Yep. It's not like a real fuck you, man. No, Screw no, you. Yeah, like, there's yeah. nothing like that, but it's interesting. It's yeah, not like a full, straight up bird. It's, yeah. it's a little bit like you're fighting it or controlling yeah. it or something. So, yeah. a half bird is like, hey, I'm just, I'm just fucking <laughs> around here. Right? Uh, half bird. That's yeah. good. That's the name of my record, half bird. Half bird. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Middle finger. Okay. So, uh, sorry, I got us no, off no, topic. No, 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 it's beautiful. So, it's so you, wonderful. 37 it's years wonderful. old, and you decide to start painting. Yeah. I was working at Whole Foods, stacking these beans on these other beans in Franklin. And I'm looking around at all these white people and that's fine. I, and, and it's just like, it, it's like the epitome of whole foods, is the epitome of badass, good looking women, hot dudes, hippies and self-righteousness. Okay. And, yeah. and, and I fall in there somewhere, man. It's fine. So it's like, I'm watching, I look in the aisle and I see this woman with the, with just the tightest clothes on. And I'm like, God dang, every time I see that, I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here, man. It's driving me nuts, you yeah. know? So, and then I, and then I see this dude walking around with his chest out like a, like a rooster. And I'm just like, what am I doing here? Yeah. Why don't I just resign to the fact that that doesn't matter and stack these fucking beans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. so I look over and all of a sudden I just envision this and I'm not, I'm literally, this is literally how it happened. So I envisioned a, a very strict, uh, thick stroke of, red vermilion red on a dark gray background textured with a black frame around it. i'm like well fuck that would look really cool so then my buddy called me and i went up to help him with a screen printing job in nashville and i told him about what i was do, what i wanted to do and he's like dude i got all these old acrylics and i was like well no shit he's like you can have them and uh so then i grabbed a board and i just started painting with my fingers right there and it, and, and then there it was you wow know? So, and I wonder if I saw that red at that time, cause I was so pissed, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, yeah. it, and I don't know, but it was, it was cool. And then I fumbled around and tried different shit. And I, it, it, did you watch that Jim Carrey thing? Uh, oh, the, the video his he painting. Did? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then when he said he started painting, he couldn't stop and he was putting them up everywhere. It's running out of room. I experienced that same thing. And I would go, I paint on quarter inch panel wood and make my own frame. So it's like, I would. I could not wait to get home to paint because I'm like, whoa, this is bitching, you know? Yeah. So I was like, and I would buy supplies and, you know, babe, appreciate you letting me do that. <laughs> or just agreeing that yeah, we're going to do yeah, that. Yeah, got to get the wife credit. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, thanks. <laughs> Christina Lynn Rado, you cool. There's things you don't know about me, but I'll tell you. Anyway, so, so. Cause I'm all about that anyway. So I would just paint shit and then you get, and you look, step back and you're like, well shit, that looks pretty good. Yeah. And you go on to something else and you're like, fuck, why am I even doing this? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Practice man. Pra- it, it really is true. And, 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 but I mean, it's become like you <laughs> yeah. are starting to even make some money off of it. Oh, and it's yeah. like, it's, it's a, all it's I do. A, that's yeah, all I do. Yeah. I mean, that's your whole job yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah your whole yeah. career. Rather. Yeah. Yeah. No job. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. That's really cool. So, yeah. uh, I mean, and I want, I want to tell everybody mm-hmm. definitely, what is the website that people can go look sure. and, and order yeah. stuff from you or whatever? Cause it sure. is, I mean, I, I, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I don't, that's, that's why I think it's so neat. 
like I said, I feel mm-hmm. inadequate, a little ignorant to mm-hmm. how to appreciate stuff. But when I saw y- y- your paintings, I was like, this, like, just like you said, it is badass. The, the colors, mm-hmm. the, I- mm-hmm. the ideas or stuff, it feels like uh, sometimes like it leaves it even to, like, I, even to me. Like mm-hmm. I can think mm-hmm. about this painting. That's what I love about music is a, a, a guy or girl writes a song and then when it's out in the world, it can still become anything. And you're, you're like, when I, when I look at Starry Night, I go, oh, well, it must be a Starry Night. But I was looking at your stuff. I was like, man, it, it, what is this? Like, it, it, yes. I, maybe I could even wrestle with a little bit of yes. it. Think about it. What does it mean? And the, like, the way you bring out the, the color. Yeah. And the yeah. Way, you, way you deal with colors and everything you're doing is it's really neat. So, oh, so what, what is Thank the website you. where people Thank can you. go look at it? Um, it's my name, Ryan Rado. Yeah, R-A-D-O. Yep. R-Y-A-N-R-A-D-O.com. And yeah. then Instagram is probably the best place yeah. because I want to build that following. You dig? Cause yeah. it means something anyway. <laughs> so it's Ryan underscore Rado, Ryan underscore Rado. Yeah. Okay. I highly recommend go look at it. Even cool. if you don't have money, go to the website, go yeah. to yeah, 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 hey, yeah, subscribe yeah. to the yeah. Instagram at least. Yeah, totally. Cause I mean, you will yeah. not be disappointed. I, I, I'm <laughs> telling you, I, I love it when this is one of the, uh, I feel like we're in a really good time now where mm-hmm. a lot of stuff, like you can talk honestly mm-hmm. about your relationship with God. Like mm-hmm. in one instance, God's coming down and really moving you mm-hmm. to where you're on your hands and knees praising mm-hmm. him. And also maybe in the next week you're like, fuck you, God. Yes. But you know, like that's a real person. Mm-hmm. That's a real relationship. Mm-hmm. Just like with our wives or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a real relationship. It's not always easy. Sometimes mm-hmm. you do have to wrestle or argue or fight. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're completely in love. Yes. And that's a real relationship. And that's what I like about just the you know not only your art but uh, I'm I'm assuming it might even play out in your music too like the the record you're making for sure yeah uh, Yeah. with that are you Mm -hmm. like the with your music is Mm -hmm. are you the thought process uh, like you writing the songs Mm -hmm. lyrics everything playing guitar yeah singing yeah yeah, lyrics that's very cool yeah you know dude so I was talking going along with what you said about relationship with God like I'm nervous to talk about that that's the vocal tech I have so <clears throat> so anyway, I, uh, uh, my wife and I have had some intimacy issues, like probably a lot of couples that grew up in the, uh, somewhat in the church because yeah. it's very taboo to, to allow yourself pleasure for the sake of pleasure. Right. So we've had, you know, we've, and, and plus I'm over here hitting and pinching and, 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 and so that causes someone to shrink back. So it's, it's very tricky, you know, yeah. uh, uh, the, 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 the role that we both play in this. So, but I think we're both still working on it, which is blows my mind. So <clears throat> this is scary for me to talk about. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so, and Christina, you know me and you know that I, we're just uncovering the truth about ourselves. So, um, so the other day I was frustrated because um, I felt very lonely and I felt um, <clears throat> that I was seeking I was seeking affirmation and emotional connection from other females for, for a minute and um, and sometimes I'm um, I think that happens a lot to men um, and women um, and uh, it's scary to talk about. <laughs> uh, it's more scary here than to talk about with her because I just get angry and I can cover my sadness with anger, you know. Sure. So, so here there's no there's there's none of that. So it's it's kind of sadness and fear. But anyway, um, so I was telling her I was doing that and I was very resentful toward her that I was doing that because we've not had a very good intimate relationship. Um, we've been married ten years and been together for thirteen. <clears throat> so I was angry. And, 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 and I 
was blaming her and, and I was trying to look at myself and my actions and I knew what I was doing, not only with the, the emotional recognition by these other females, I also understood the tyrant in me and the little kid that was very selfish and, and may not have realized it. I was trying to hold two opposing feelings, maybe, and this is not bullshit. So I was trying to hold two opposing feelings at the same time and feel them both and try to critically think myself through them. So I was trying to stay sane. I was trying to stay in an equilibrated state as much as I could. Yeah. So then she started crying and I was yelling at her and, um, which is hold on to your emotional judgment because that is not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying is that is where the conversation led and she was equally to play in this. Yeah. yeah. So she looked at me and I, I could feel myself crunching and just being so angry, man. And she looked at me and she said, Ryan, there is nothing I can do to make that up to you. There's nothing I can do to make this up to you. The past. And when she said that, the father spoke to me and he said, Ryan, look at Jesus and look at now you have to assume the role of Jesus in character, which you, you, that is what you are working on in your life all the time. But right now is an opportunity that I'm going to speak so clearly to you that you have to access the parts of you that I have, that, 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 that I am telling you through the scriptures will help you find life. So at that moment, I had to assume the role of Christ there. Oh, my God, man. So she said she repented to me and was at the bottom and said there's nothing she can do to repay me for the the major problems that we have had on her end. And once again, through all of the shit, through all of the seeking out this emotional recognition, looking at pornography, hating myself, and then creating beautiful artworks and talking to people and just being a normal human sin is just sin it's missing the mark it, it, it it's not it's not it, it can overtake you man but it is once you realize that it is sin and sin is sin is sin sin you know what yeah. i mean it is just sin so you can identify it look at it and be like okay <clears throat> i have a pattern and an obsessive nature to gravitate toward this sin how can i get in this structure define it so I can work past this sin because regardless, God is, it, 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 it is graceful yeah. and just. And so are we in a way, you know, yeah. because only because of that. So at that moment I had to say, okay, you know about what I am doing to fulfill the needs that I believe that I need to have met. You have not, not been able to fulfill them in the way, man, this is crazy. You have not been able to fulfill them the way that you should. And neither have I, but right now we're talking about this specific situation. And, and she went, she admitted that there's nothing she can do. And then I was pointed to Jesus and saying, there's nothing I can do to be fully upright. And man, that I, 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 I still believe in that moment that that was shitty, but the father was like, look, you're still here, dude. And you are once again reminded that you are saved by grace, man. 
in wh- whatever imper- interpretation of God you're trying to have, right. that is the bare bones message in that moment of what the gospel is yeah. to Ryan Rado and Christina Rado. Yeah. It was insane. Thank you for letting me say that shit. No, no, dude, I I was just wanting to like pr- promote your paintings, and then you almost fu- <laughs> fuck, fucking made me start tearing up shit, here. That, it got I heavy. I was like, all right, man, that was good. I didn't I didn't plan on getting emotional. That shit's heavy. No, you're right, man. Like anyway. that. When I come back to God or Jesus, I mm-hmm. I really do come back to grace, forgiveness, mm-hmm. and that forgiveness thing has just been it's been imprinted on me. There's stories of it. We'll, we'll talk mm-hmm. more about it in the future, yeah. I'm sure. Love but to. I just, I mean, you're right. Like the the moment where you can realize, wait a minute, like that. How powerful is that? Where she says, I cannot make up for that. God. I cannot go back and. God saying, "Yeah, you should forgive her. You, yeah. you should you should move forward. You should see what you can do." And <gasps> and and that like that is just that that right. is one of the things that can bring you to your knees and you go, "Wait a minute, mm-hmm. I, I'm really loved, mm-hmm. R- regardless of the things that I get wrong or whatever. Oh yeah, I can be forgiven and, yeah. or something like that." And and for us to strive for that is just and there's amazing. a there's a but you are required to do something. You were required to act in forgiveness. Yeah. It's not just do whatever you want and then leisurely. Uh, you can do this, like act like you want, which you can, um, under the, uh, presupposition of the law that we live in. Right. You can do whatever you want and you can even leisurely examine your actions and your motives and your intentions, and then come back to the center point inside of you, which is the father. But once you engage in forgiveness, you, regardless of, of, of what you think you are, moving and you are acting and engaging in a method and a structure that will bring you to the next threshold. Do you see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to do something right there. there, there there's no, it's not passive. You are yeah. actively moving. So that, I think that's where a lot of yeah. Christians have a hard time. Like oh, I can just sit back here and fuck around and then God, I forgive you. Or yeah, yeah. Like, wait a minute, yeah, yeah. forgive me. Okay, cool. It's emotional. But act and make your make your life suck a little less. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's oppressive to live. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. paintings. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll let you get out of here. But That's Ryan cool. Rado, R Y A N R A D O dot com, uh, and your Instagram is Ryan underscore yeah. Rado. Rado. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, Ryan. Man, this was come great. on, yeah. dude. I really had a you good get the time. record done. You, you oh, okay. Come cool. Back I sure. will. Thank All you right. very much. All right. Cool. All right, Ryan. All right. Rado. I told you. I knew it. it's just so. I mean, like. I love the fact that I can laugh mm-hmm. and uh, also have like a little bit of a uh, uh, grace for what he's going through and just mm-hmm. like his, his story and stuff. It, it just, I just so enjoyed that. It was so easy talking to him and, and just, uh, I, he would get loud or he would do this or he would, it, like a lot of it, there were several times where he'd, he had to give me a high five or a fist bump too or something. And we would just do it. And I was like, this is awesome. Like he's just here. He's present. He's, you yeah. know, he knows oh, yeah, who present. he is. But uh, so I, I just really enjoyed like it. That. I think everybody like, did. Maybe there's some exercise in presence with that. Like, oh, like if you didn't know what your left hand was going to do at any moment, you'd have to, I mean, you're going to stay focused. Like you're present. Right. Like, there's probably some element to that that's right. But I love it when people are present. I think the more people are present, the more likely they are to be like Ryan is. Like, uh, right transparent or like with it or real or right. whatever that quality is like oh yeah this guy can just be free like 
here we go. I like, I love that yeah. quality. So, yeah, I think also he's so true and honest. He, you're right. I think he can always be present in the moment and see. He probably has a better, clear vision of what's happening in the moment than maybe a lot of people. But anyway, all right. Well, I hope you guys liked it too. Uh, if you haven't joined the BC Club, please join the BC Club. It sure does help us. Yeah. make great interviews and get to do great interviews like this for you and uh it, just support this podcast support the sponsors we sure do appreciate yeah. it and uh yeah joey will be back soon mm-hmm. hopefully we have a i would hope if people would consider supporting the bad christian podcast directly paying for the media that you consume and care about currently about two close to two percent of our listeners support the podcast financially that is awesome and uh if doing that financially would actually cause you a strain uh then we don't ask you to do it. But it'd be like, if you couldn't afford to buy me a beer, then I don't want you to buy me a beer. But if you'd like to buy us a beer, join the BC Club. It's, it's about like yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> that, that, if, if that would be a strain, don't do it. But if you can, and yeah, you've been listening to the podcast this, this often, buy me a, one beer a month. You know, join, join the BC Club. Join the 2% of people. We're happy like that. it's free for everybody else, of course. But that's just a way to look at it. But yeah. thank you guys very much. We'll be back real soon. See ya. You've been listening to the Jabberjaw Podcast Network, jabberjawmedia.com.